we can do this. Alright, sweet. We're ready. Hello, and welcome back to Real Horror Show. I'm your host, Samantha, joined as always by the Stormy Skies. Hello, and happy Halloween, listeners! Yeah, it's our Halloween special, and uh, we're not covering Halloween Kills because every take on it seems to be hot, whether you liked it or not. And (laughs) um, I don't know, I just felt like it was okay. It was a it was a Halloween movie. Yeah, I agree, too. People really got they got like way too into it with their review. It's like they either love it or hate it. And no matter your decision, you're you're stupid. You're wrong just like, go to enjoy it yeah my opinion is it is the second film of a trilogy and therefore it's naturally going to have the weakest plot of the three yeah that yeah that yeah that that is like traditionally what occurs and I think you said it best when you messaged me after you saw it the night and you said wow brutal you said like the brutality of it makes up for the like the lack of story yeah to which I wholeheartedly agree yeah yeah like it, it's a lot more violent than Halloween yeah, 2018 Jesus. but I, know. I was like whoa and I'm not I'm worried that they're yeah. setting up in the third one it's gonna be kind of similar to the thorn trilogy you know four five and six where it's a a smidge more supernatural just because this version of Michael seems a little more supernatural which I have mixed feelings about yeah that did seem to be kind of like a uh like a a topic of discussion um like in the movie a lot of people were discussing like you know like he's evil that's why he can't die because it's like this he's just an entity he's not a human and like I feel like that was a big conversation and I just yeah. didn't pick up on that until you just mentioned it yeah, so, and yeah it, you're probably right I also just feel like it doesn't actually fit in since these are supposed to be direct sequels to the original yeah it I'm doesn't really fit, confused <laughs> it doesn't fit that whole vibe like right, Michael has doesn't. no the only connection Michael has to Lori is in her own head Mm-hmm. because they're not siblings in that in this version which is fine that was never really John Carpenter's original idea he was just supposed to be a guy who kills babysitters yeah exactly but um no Halloween Kills was brutal um mm-hmm. if you went in expecting like a hereditary or Midsommar you went into mm-hmm. the wrong franchise right yes those are my takes on Halloween kills. Although another, my final take is I really liked um, Michael C. Hall as Tommy Doyle. However, I would have cared about him more if they had brought Paul Rudd back to play him. You mean the guy that plays Dexter? No. Am I getting his name wrong? I think you might be because I was like, wait, Dexter is in it and I missed him. Uh, yeah, he was Tommy Doyle. How did you miss that? Uh, fuck <laughs> wait yeah Tommy Doyle I'm just gonna write Tommy Doyle question mark soccer player more fictional character um Anthony Michael Anthony Hall. Michael Hall <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall I liked him a fuck. lot as Tommy but I would have cared about the character more had he been played by Paul Rudd again yeah because it would have also just been an interesting character for Paul Rudd to play since this version of Tommy's clearly a little messed up from 
everything that happened. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he was, yeah. And I've heard rumors that Halloween ends is going to uh, deal with like COVID. And I think that's just <sighs> a fucking rumor because how it's still set in 2018. I know. I really hope so because is I Michael, hope that was fake. <laughs> is Michael going to be patient zero for COVID? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously since he's so evil, he's just immune and he's just spreading it around like a jerk. Yeah. Um, because on that, hopefully it is like the fake synopsis. It says it's like five yeah. years later. So like it would be like in the future post-COVID. So how how can they like do COVID if, if it's oh, still wait, happening? Oh, it's going to take place five years afterwards? That's what that fake thing I read said oh. about COVID and what I'm not sure which one you read, but I read one as well. And it said like five years, you know, later post COVID. So, and even if it's during COVID, they would have to go 2020. So it would have to be two years later. Yeah. That... So how, you know what I mean? So like, what's their timeline here? Yeah. Is it going to do a jump or like, what's up? Cause I don't <laughs> want it to do a jump. Halloween's not over in this one yet. I know it's still Halloween night. Hmm. Hmm. So that's something to contemplate. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see next year. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we're not just here to talk about Halloween kills. Yes, we're here to talk about Halloween Town. Yeah, which many would argue is a weirder, weirder installment in the Halloween franchise than Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. <laughs> yes, I agree too. It's so niche that not many people have even heard of it or know it's tied into the original like Halloween series by John Carpenter but yeah. we're here to tell you right now that it is yeah <laughs> um Halloween Town is a 1998 Disney Channel original movie directed by Dwayne Dunham it is the first installment of the Halloween Town series and stars Debbie Reynolds Kimberly J Brown and Judith Hogue it is the fourth Disney Channel original movie. And that makes a lot of sense because I have some hot takes about this movie because this is my first time ever watching it. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so this came out in 1998. I would have been five years old. Dang, um, I guess I was six or seven then. And if you hear any thudding on my end, uh, yeah. we have new Mormon missionaries living above us and they're quite rowdy. Oh, really? Have I never mentioned that on the podcast that we have Mormon missionaries that live above us and they cycle? I know that you said that you had like a problem with your upstairs neighbors and they would fight a lot, but I think those neighbors are gone now. So those were my old neighbors in our old apartment mm -hmm. um they would fight a lot and one time we did have to put in an anonymous tip into the police because it got to the point where like we couldn't just ignore it right yeah <laughs> it sounded like someone got thrown across the room and was like okay i don't really have a choice and i i believe we canceled a recording that night because i wanted to uh leave the apartment right right yeah we probably did and i kind of vaguely remember that um, but no, at, in these apartments, the Mormon church rents out the apartment above us and missionaries rotate in and wow. out. I see. That's fun Mormon fact. Wow. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. Um, but yeah, this was a first time watch for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
don't even remember October 1998 because I was five. I remember my mom was probably in the hospital for her first heart transplant that year. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I actually had a Halloween costume, that would be interesting to know. Maybe that was Mm -hmm. the year I was Dorothy. Maybe. I can't remember. Dorothy from? Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, since I don't have a nostalgic attachment, um, y'all, this movie's not (laughs) not very good. I know. um, Yeah, it's very bizarre. And I feel like a lot of people do have that like weird nostalgic attachment to this movie in particular because it does have like I think two or three sequels or four. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I I have seen the fourth one. Oh, really? I was a more like Hocus Pocus fan. Yeah. Uh, And so Halloween Town was something I watched maybe like a handful of times, but it was when I was young enough to still be like watching the Disney Channel living at home as like a kid. Mm -hmm. And now that I have Disney Plus, I was able to watch it. And um, yeah, it's... uh, (laughs) But I found myself remembering these ridiculous lines in that movie for some reason, because that movie is, the entire movie is just so fucking ridiculous. But go ahead, I'd like you to discuss how you felt first, and then I will simply follow up with my commentary, Um, which I definitely agree with you, probably on all counts. So knowing that this is the fourth Disney Channel original movie. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Ever? Yeah, ever. Oh, God. What, do you happen to know the first couple? I think the first one was um, Under Wraps, which was what, which was a mummy movie. Oh. Um, I can't remember the two after that, okay. but the biggest weak spot for me, I guess, would just be the writing of the movie. So we can get to that when we get to that. <laughs> okay. Delve into what I thought about the acting. Mm-hmm. I do. So Debbie Reynolds is yeah. an icon and I think yes. most of their budget went to getting Debbie Reynolds for this role. Yes, getting her paid. I don't know if it changes throughout the next Mm -hmm. three movies. I don't really think she's in the fourth one. Yeah. She kind of didn't seem that into it. (laughs) Yep, she's just like, I'm just going with the flow, guys. Like, everyone's just way too chill about everything. They they really are. Like um, Kimberly J. Brown, I see her occasionally on TikTok. She seems like a real sweetheart, but just the way she played Marnie, Marnie comes across as that friend you had in elementary school and most of middle school who was just very up her own ass, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, You guys are at a sleepover and you're playing truth or dare. And she's like, I have a truth, guys. I can sing like really well. Oh and my then, god. <laughs> and then she sucks, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that friend. <laughs> like she has that energy and I'm sure she's 13. I'm sure we all had that energy at 13, but watching mm. it as a 28-year-old with no nostalgic attachment. Yes. My god, she's like <laughs> that kid. Yes, dude. Um, like Marnie, you've known you were a witch for like 15 minutes. Can you chill the fuck out? Right. Yeah, seriously. Um, I definitely agree and I really wanted to complain about Marnie's little sister Sophie oh I actually Um, really liked Sophie oh really I thought um Marnie wasn't shit because it was Sophie that remembered the spell that they needed to save the world yeah that's true but all I can remember at this point 
is the is the beginning whenever they were all just at home before anybody knew witches and they were arguing about Halloween and not being able to like go trick-or-treating and then the grandma comes over and she reads them that book and Sophie's like that little girl she's like oh look it's a ghost grandma oh oh grandma are you making chowder I love you know it's like that kind of kid where you just want to fucking the the younger sibling (laughs) that's just there to be cute yeah, and, and you're just like, oh, look, Grandma goes. You just like what? They're just so like mockable that it's like ridiculous. So I was like, oh, that fucking kid would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. There was, um, and Sophie is also racist. I don't know if you were oh, watching God. the part. What, what did she say? <laughs> the part where the ghost was in the sweat tank and she put on the towel and started going, ooh, I'm like, oh. wow. I'm pretty sure that would be considered extremely racist in Halloween Town. Oh yeah, I, I I can probably agree with that. And see, you're just like, oh, this this stupid fucking kid. I'm so sick of her shit. Get her out of here. Um, and then the brother, like, it's cool that like I wish I, it'd be cool if you I had a kid that was like that conscientious. If I ever do have kids, that I wouldn't want to be like that into just like being, um into the environment and then also like very like um he seems like a very tidy person and he's like everybody make sure you set your thermostat to 68 degrees so he's basically like a little adult however in this movie whenever him and marnie are like arguing they're like super mean to each other and they're they're saying stuff that like you can't say Mm-hmm. to people there's like you're ugly well you're stupid and they're like wow you're like super ugly and i was like what the fuck these kids are like so mean i don't think these kids would have been as warmly accepted in reality as they were <laughs> into halloween town because they do not handle the existence of magical creatures very well yeah that too <laughs> oh my gosh Anyway, anything else about any other characters? Um, I did like I did like the little brother. I thought he was pretty good and pretty like he was the only one who was behaving the way you should be in this situation. Right. Yeah. And he and you always have to have like that kind of like skeptic character too. And so mm-hmm. he served as that pretty well. How about the okay, so we liked grandma, but she was like not into it. <laughs> um, yeah. How about the mom? <laughs> Uh, I thought the mom was kind of sorry. Okay. Right? She was she was there. Yeah, she was. And I feel like at this point, when her kids were missing, was she pretty chill? I mean, she knew exactly where they were, too, mm-hmm. which was in another world. But I guess that could make you more nervous. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I I don't understand because that we don't really have an alternate dimension that people go to, so I can't understand if like easy to get to and it's not a big deal or like, well clearly know, you so. just wait at the bus stop <laughs> yeah obviously yeah so the bus stop um how about the like the evil warlock did it did the evil warlock was that the mayor because i like missed that part yes uh calcibar that was a big twist was that uh the evil warlock was calcibar but i knew that because i know the sequel exists and that's calcibar's revenge I think it's just Calabar. Calabar? Okay. Um, but Calabar sounds cool. <laughs> sorry, I'm com- I just rewatched um Howl's Moving Castle, so I'm combining Calcifer with Calabar Calabar. Oh, Calcifer sounds like a cool name. Yeah. I know you're not into anime, but you should watch Howl's Moving Castle on HBO Max. It is so whimsical and Christian Bale voices Howl. 
Yeah, yeah I'll, get, I'll get right on that soon. <laughs> soon. More like never. <laughs> it is delightful. Okay, I, I will. I'm sure and, it's very delightful. And then um, there's also Princess Mononoke, which is a very violent mm. uh, mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli film. Interesting. Um, anyway, I guess that's all I have to say about acting. Oh, the skeleton was great. Um, skeletons are always great. Yeah, they are. In these types of movies. Like, did you ever get the opportunity to watch Scary Godmother on Cartoon Network? Oh, no, I don't think so. It's a horrifically rendered CGI cartoon. Oh, my God. (laughs) But it is, it is a masterpiece. Oh, okay, nice. Scary and is she like I guess similar to how the uh, skeleton acted or was she actually no, a skeleton um, <laughs> so she had a skeleton ske- sidekick who uh, oh, cool. had a similar vibe to this guy but the scary godmother's like a fairy godmother but just for Halloween oh that's cool and it, it's pretty delightful once you get past the horrific animation yes yeah absolutely um yeah this guy's name was like Benny right I th- yeah, and Benny. Benny, the skeleton taxi driver. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> he has very his face is very expressive. And what else? And we can get into this later. But it also cracked me up that everyone's basically wearing like masks, like straight right. up. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So we can segue into story because this is where I have my biggest problem. Is yes. there is so much telling and very little showing mm-hmm. in this movie, and. It's just like, we don't get any examples of Marnie having witch powers visually. Right. They're all, she's just like, grandma, sometimes I have deja vu. Right, right. And that's it. Like if had we gotten an earlier scene with her sad that she doesn't have a Halloween costume and all the other kids did and there's a bully and she like uses her mind to make him trip down the stairs or something. Yeah. Because to um reference a controversial witch and wizard movie harry potter we get Mm -hmm. that where his powers are manifesting even before he goes to hogwarts right so you know there's something different about him Mm -hmm. but this just like starts that they're not allowed to celebrate halloween yeah and that just seems like that family is like a bunch of freaks (laughs) you know what i mean like um because like what what whenever you say celebrate halloween it's literally just like going trick-or-treating when you're 13 and the mm-hmm. mom is acting like when we're celebrating halloween like we're we're um you know using um a ouija board and we're definitely opening a portal to another dimension where demons live and it's like that's not how you actually celebrate halloween so like she she made it a big deal and that's why the kids asked too many questions so like if she just let them go you know like the day of halloween i don't know i feel like they never went back to how the day of halloween is somehow like important other than like being able to like go back and forth yes um um, to the town but like that doesn't matter if you're just a witch anyway because your whole family's witches (laughs) right and that leads me to um my next topic which is since you're more of an expert than i am does this movie follow traditional um, All Hallows Eve slash Sam Hain Lorne lore? Uh, Sam Hain. Let's pronounce <laughs> Samhain, actually. Um, 
yeah, excuse me, scholar coming through here about Halloween, but actually, um, fuck Sam, I like didn't watch a lot of it because I was listening to no listeners. I watched the whole thing, but, but I'm just trying to say that I listened to it more than I was looking at the screen. So I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you like what, what kind of stuff did they do? If you can kind of relate to me and pieces of lore. I, I guess, I guess just right. the fact that a Halloween town exists because the coexisting with humans was turning the monsters evil or something. <laughs> yeah yeah I do remember her saying all that and she was like we were just trying to make them miserable but then we turned evil but we don't want to be evil so we didn't make our own place to live <laughs> that could be a metaphor for like the living world and the afterlife mm. um and everybody there is just dead <laughs> mm. um but how we consider dead people maybe they consider they're just supernatural people but like that's a stretch and I don't think Disney thought about that when they just made up the story <laughs> No, probably yeah. not. So that probably not. It probably is just its own little thing. I'm going to say, I don't really, I haven't watched Hocus Pocus a whole lot, but what I have seen and remember, I think it's aged a lot better than Halloween Town has. Why didn't we watch Hocus Pocus instead? I don't I know, because I'm God stubborn about watching Hocus Pocus. Ugh. Well, we're going to have to watch that like soon or maybe next year. Maybe next year. Well, I don't know. I don't know, because what if we decide we want to do a Halloween movie that's Michael Myers? I don't know, Sam. Halloween Town clearly takes place season <laughs> of the witch universe. Yeah, hence, yeah. <laughs> hence, and we haven't talked about story that much, so I can't segue into their masks yet. Um, <laughs> anyway, story. Um, so anyway, like this yeah. great evil is returning and only the Cromwell witches can stop it. But we haven't really gotten a whole lot of lore about the Cromwell witches in this movie. They must be like the only witches around. Yeah. So uh, Grandma Debbie Reynolds is like, please, my daughter, you have to come help me. I don't think I'm strong enough anymore. And the daughter's like, no, you're just crazy. I'm not a witch anymore. And she's like, all right. <laughs> guess I'll die. <laughs> she's, Basically. Yeah, she's the meme of that old guy. Like, guess I'll die. <laughs> Basically. And then uh, Marnie kidnaps her brother and younger sister and follows the grandma to Halloween town <laughs> on the fucking taxi by themselves which yeah. could have been dangerous then they find their grandma's house and grandma's just like really chill that they snuck into Halloween town like she's <laughs> yeah. not she's like how'd you get here oh, oh well like that that's gonna be a pretty big experience for children to travel through inner dimensions and space yeah like in the middle of the night like on halloween night like she's just like i guess your mom probably doesn't know you're here oh well yeah she's like i guess you can stay for like two more days (laughs) yeah and like do they not have phones that they can call each other and she can tell the mom that they're there but i guess they said no yeah Remember they said they don't have any fucking phones. So how can how they even communicate? I guess they just don't. And how would you know that your mother has died over in Halloween Town? I guess that she just never shows up. Yeah. But when she doesn't show up, you're you're just annoyed by her anyway when she does show up. So like what? <laughs> yeah. God. Uh <laughs> and then we meet the mayor and he seems like a cool guy, not suspicious at all. The mom shows up when she realizes her kids snuck into Halloween Town, and we find out that the mom and 
the totally innocent, not evil mayor used to date her. Yes, I knew that was, isn't that, is that the kid's like biological father? No, their biological father died. Was he a human? Yes. Okay. And I guess there's no difference between half witches and full witches, at least that hasn't been established in the first movie. Oh, did they, did they bring that up like half witch, like that term? They mention it um, okay. when it's revealed in a shocking twist that the mayor is the bad guy. Ooh. He calls her the half human, oh. but there's nothing really distinguishable about her. Right. So the warlock guy is like, actually, he looks like a fucking goblin man in yeah. real life. <laughs> I, will, I will admit, had I seen this when I was five, the mm. evil wizard design would have spooked me. Yeah, he he actually looked okay. Like that was like the, maybe the yeah. best one. Um, but then he turns the mom and the grandma into living statues, and <laughs> the children become menaces around town as they shave a werewolf, uh, harass a ghost. Yeah, get um, a vampire fang. Get a vampire fang, and whatever the last thing they needed was. Yeah, probably some stupid shit. <laughs> and with that. They get the the little the little lantern thing and stick it in the pumpkin and save the day. Oh yeah, that is what they do. And the pumpkin in the middle because the pumpkin's all sad. Yeah, and, and then it makes it better again. So that's good. And then one thing about Marnie, and this goes for every Disney television property, is yes. they think they are giving these teen girls like just these cool don't give a fuck attitudes but really it's just (laughs) so cringy she calls calabar uh chocolate bar what like as an insult yeah does she say the big cheese line in this movie she says the big cheese (laughs) (laughs) who did she say that to the the bully luke who's actually a troll oh yeah isn't he the one that like is with the yeah the fucking bad yeah, guy he tricks the, the mom and grandma into the theater like he like, really <laughs> he really just had a crush on marnie so you could say he's oh. the original um dorian gray oh yeah using toxic behaviors to win his love interest right yeah yeah she's segueing into production not rushing or anything not meeting friends at a brewery in 10 minutes oh my god yeah but no worries this is a brief movie uh, yeah <laughs> production um like i said this is actually a sequel to season of the witch halloween oh, yeah, three is yep. um they didn't actually die in those masks they got teleported to halloween town where they became the masks obviously I, yeah i would say that's i would argue that when they die that's where they go because like i said halloween town is a metaphor for the afterlife and so not our afterlife but halloween town is just the afterlife for supernatural people yeah exactly yeah. Um, at least that's what I'm going to tell my kids. Good. You should, because that <laughs> probably is the most accurate. That's the most hot take you'll get metaphor for the afterlife. But yeah, all the masks and stuff were practical effects and a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, and it, it's so funny because the, like they were so clearly masks that the people that like were under the masks when they talked like their faces and mouths didn't move because you know it's a hat mm-hmm. mask. <laughs> and I was like, wow. 
I mean, the production value was that of a cheap made for TV original movie, but I'm, I'm going to give them very little leeway because this was a Disney movie that could afford Debbie Reynolds. Yes. You could afford a little better prosthetics for your monster actors. Exactly. Not so much better that the kids are scared, but better so that I don't cringe a little when I watch it as a 28 year old for the first time. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree completely. Oh, wait, I have to ask you this because I missed this part. When they go broom shopping and, and like the brooms and stuff, because I guess this could be production too. The witch brooms are actually like, they're like brooms to sweep your floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And God, Marnie's such a brat. Like she, she's a witch for like 15 minutes and she's already begging for a broom. Oh my I feel God. like, I feel like Halloween town would have laws about that. Like she's 13. Wouldn't you need to be 16 to have a broom license? Yeah. Because it's almost, it's like transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, once they see it, she's like, Oh grandma, I only see you. Like I saw you like three times ever in my whole life. Will you please buy me this $3,000 fucking broom to sweep your floor with? Like, <laughs> Oh, bitch oh my god like sure i guess so because i just have money and i don't i don't know like where how do they get money like how do they make money what what are their what do they do as for a living I that's wonder. a very good question i just assume grandma cromwell is just like the protector of halloween town so she gets tax dollars yeah um but the skeleton um character he was very well done he was yes uh, he he was like the um he was kind of like the memorable like part of the whole movie i don't know if his face was animatronic or stop motion but either way i was pretty impressed with it it may have been like an animatronic face that's a good question i could um could uh could see if um because his face moved so much uh-huh. I don't well, see like anything yeah. on Wikipedia. Okay. Um saying Wikipedia is not a very reputable source anyway. I know. I was just, I'm very offended. I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. But I edited back in April the Wikipedia page for My Hero, the song by Foo Fighters. Yeah. Since everybody I, I keep seeing you doing stuff like that with the Foo Fighters page. Um, because everybody says, even though Dave Grohl has said that it's not about Kurt everybody's like it's about Kurt though right (laughs) Um, Kurt Cobain for those of you who don't know Dave Grohl was the drummer of Nirvana and was pretty sad when Kurt Cobain died like everybody else did there is only one confirmed quote-unquote Foo Fighter song about Kurt Cobain and I think it's friend of a friend or something anyway (laughs) I edited I make this dumb joke all the time that my hero is actually supposed to be called my hero like the sandwich Oh, and it's about the time that Kurt Cobain stole Dave Grohl's Euro from the fridge. (laughs) And so I edited the Wikipedia page to say that and it was up on the Wikipedia page for like five months before some asshole removed it under the reasoning removed nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) But hopefully five months is long enough that eventually some poor college intern saw it and is getting ready for their interview with Dave Grohl that their college set up mm-hmm. and they're going to ask about it and I can die peacefully. Right. 
that is very funny every time I updated my friends about it they were like you know Dave Grohl's the kind of guy that probably would just go along with that right yeah because it's just stupid enough it it Um, is it it is and I would I would basically and I think it paints a nice picture of Kurt Cobain Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely does so I'm looking at the facts about Halloween Town and Benny who is the taxi driver it says Benny the sassy skeleton taxi driver was actually a robot Hmm. Benny was a robot with his lines dubbed in so I guess animatronic that's very impressive person yeah for a 1998 tv movie and I follow uh Uh, Kimberly J. Brown on Instagram and her and the guy in the second movie who is like the antagonist his name is Cal and he's a he's a warlock they're they're married IRL like they got Mm -hmm. together and now they're they're married yeah I've I've heard about that when we cover Halloween Kills Town to Halloween Town Kills (laughs) Halloween Kills Town ain't that right (laughs) he sure does Kills everybody um, in town. <laughs> we can talk about it. Yes, we absolutely can. But that, that's really impressive. Uh, pr- impressive. I thought Benny was very well done. He, he was. That's a very good uh, Halloween figure because they they don't make them like they used to, apparently. That was a very good movie prop. Anything. Uh, music. I will say they had really poor choices in music cues for specific scenes. Like when Benny was evil and tried to kidnap them, they had this very jolly, joyful uh, music cue going on. And I'm like, this isn't what I would use to intimidate my audience. Yeah. Yeah. And also like the, whenever I was trying to be silly, I feel like the music cues were like too silly Right. Like the sound effects, it, it it became less of a music thing and more of a sound effect thing. Like, like I can't even do the sound effects, man. But like, <laughs> I, it, it was distracting to me. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a little much. Let's tune it down with the fucking noise so I can focus on the movie, please. Yeah. So. I, I would be very interested just on my own seeing what they improved as the series went on because I have seen the fourth one. Yeah. which is controversial because they recast Kimberly J. Brown with Sarah Paxton in the role of Paxton. Marnie. Paxton is in like Bill Paxton? No, I don't think they're related. She was okay. in uh, Aquamarine. Oh, I, don't, I didn't watch uh, any mermaid movies. <laughs> Yet you know it's a mermaid movie. I do know it's a mermaid movie because I can picture the movie cover you know like the the dvd yeah. cover <laughs> right right that's that's all you can picture when yeah you- and like the little mermaid tale and it's, i'm sure it's about some girl who is coming of age and she learns that she's really a mermaid mm, maybe because it isn't that like what else is it gonna be about sam that's so, all you can do i don't know <laughs> i guess nothing we'll find- more. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on our spinoff podcast, Real Mermaid Show, where we watch all the mermaid movies. <laughs> oh my God, all the mermaid movies ever. That would be pretty good. Po- it'd be a very good like Patreon thing. Like, hey guys, you want more scary shit? Did you know that mermaids are real? And then once we finish all the mermaid movies, we could do Real Horse Show, where Real we watch horse. all the horse girl movies. 
Because if I have a guilty pleasure, it's a horse girl movie. A horse girl movie. And is it just about a girl that loves horses? Um, Sometimes, sometimes it's about a city girl moving in with her estranged father because her mother died and she has to learn to um, not get a manicure every day. Oh, and and like work on a farm and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Why does the dad always have a farm and the (laughs) wife is like from the city? Like, what the fuck is up with that? I don't know. It's a good question that we will analyze. We will analyze it whenever we introduce to our listeners real horse show. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess we can rate this movie. Um, if you have nostalgia for it, I'm sure it's great, yeah. even if it hasn't aged very well. Would I watch this again? Probably, Probably not, not, unless it was a group watch with friends. Yes, or unless like we had to rewatch it for some ridiculous reason, which we wouldn't. Yeah. But I can see why, if you watched it when you were like five to ten years old, why you would yes. connect with it and like it. Right, exactly. Um, but uh, other than that, I would rate it like meh, meh. Yeah, it's a Just, it's a meh for me, dog. Yeah, same here, man. Um, and you know what? I'm not even gonna worry about. here's the realistic aspects your kids being fucking annoying like god wouldn't that suck no wonder that you hate life i think once your kid turns 13 you should send them to a boarding school (laughs) yeah get them out of here um other than that having like a broken family with no dad um having a grandma that visits once a year not being allowed to celebrate halloween like all these ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. All those are real horrifying, realistic aspects. Indeed. All right. That's that's all the horrifying. Oh, and another big horrifying aspect, which um, can tie it. You can actually tie this movie into a slasher movie if you would like to, because of the aspect of the red herring, which was the mayor. Ooh, yeah. He was the in-your-face real bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway that's all i have to say about that all right very cool so i will go ahead and prepare the outro notes if you have no, no more no more comments to make all i have right. none okay cool me neither so real horror show was created by sam odie and stormy skies and is directed by sam odie and today we learned that uh, what do we learn in this movie? We learned um, <laughs> to do or not to do something. Don't just like casually travel to another dimension. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. And don't, and don't, yeah. Don't make right. fun of people just because they look different, Sophie. He was yes, a ghost. Sophie. Yeah, I'm so annoyed with Sophie. And don't like, don't suppress your kids' urges to go trick-or-treating. Like, it's not yeah. a big deal unless you make it a big deal. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then also, if you're trying to defeat the big evil or, like, the bad thing, you can't use, like, you can't, uh, you can't use, like, cheap alternatives, like, microwavable, powdery drink things. <laughs> to defeat evil and be like oh wonder why that didn't work guess i should have you know actually done it from scratch so yeah don't don't do that so the the message here 
you guys is just uh, don't cut corners, I guess, is the, the whole lesson of this movie. Yeah. All right. Just do it, do it right all the way through. Anyway, let's see. Like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter, at Horror Show Pod, or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Want to argue with us about something? Or think that you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the Buy Us a Coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Uh, sorry, my cat is using the litter box, which is right next to my desk. Anyway, sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, or even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And other pertinent news, happy Halloween at this happy point. Halloween. Happy Halloween. And then Sam is over there, like, becoming a rising star in, like, the theater industry, and it is super cool. Um, anything else to discuss before we let him go? Not at the moment, I don't think. Okay, excellent. Well, uh, Sam will continue to work her way through the Vampire Diaries because I accidentally, like, watched all of it. And I didn't mean to. God so damn it. No. <laughs> I didn't watch the rest. I, I mean, okay. no. no, no, no. It was just a joke. But anyway, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm more ahead than I should be. So Sam right. is catching up to me now. Yep. So the next time we talk, it will be about The Vampire Diaries, whatever fucking episode we're on, whatever season. It's, it's all very muddled. Yeah. Um, anyway, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening, and this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.